and welcome to our spoiler cast discussion for the last of us episode two uh infected oh, i forgot the title that directed by neil jockman how crazy is that i know that guy that's crazy my name is Double Light and Jeremy. Discuss episode. Of course, it's Ashley Hoblet. Hey, John, excited to be here with all the clicking. Yeah. You changed the channel, or? No. Uh, okay. Just all the clicking. <laughs> yeah. Clicking noises. Yeah, clicking. Um. Before we dive into what the main things are that happened in this episode, but yeah, what what are your overall thoughts on episode two this week? Yeah, another really good episode. I mean, we this one gives us a, like a actual Joel and Ellie kind of together. Um, absolutely beautiful, like how they've recreated the destroyed world of The Last of Us is really on show here uh, with him going through different locations and like overgrown elements and that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously, you get the clickers and that kind of stuff in this episode. They look fantastic, like obviously real people prosthetics and makeup and that kind of stuff there is one like weird moment in it but uh for the most part i think it was pretty fantastic yeah another really really good episode i felt like the pacing was a little bit off for this one though um i feel like sort of trying to hit some of the key uh, video gamey moments in particular i feel like the hotel scene and stuff like that which is cool shout outs but i feel like as a tv show episode and for people who don't like like had never played the games or something i feel like the maybe the pacing would be just like something will feel a bit weird there it's like why are we doing this like what's the what's the thing like i understand why we're doing it because everyone's like i see people on, i see people on twitter being like they did the thing and all this sort of stuff i'm like yeah that's cool like i understand you appreciate it. but i did feel like that 10 15 minutes there before they decide to head into the, the museum the pacing around there was a little bit just just like let's we're trying to hit some key video game moments or store, like little easter eggy sort of stuff mm. so um the cool thing this episode does though when it starts and i think the highlight of the episode was actually before we even get the opening <laughs> titles we saw <laughs> the best part of the episode and that's not to say anything bad about pedro pascal and the rest of the cast but i love the the the, the cold open for this episode the uh we flash seems back like to, it's gonna be an ongoing thing yeah seems like expanding it's the world and history yeah. of the last of us yeah so they flash back to 2003 again. We go to Jakarta, um, who, you know, was mentioned on the radio last episode. It's in Indonesia. It's in Indonesia, as we got told by Sarah. That's true. Um, so this woman we see interrupted by police. She's taken away. We find out she's a professor of um, mycology, which is studies fungi. Seems what relevant. <laughs> what a job. <laughs> <laughs> what a job. What do you do for a living? I study fungus. Sounds a lot cooler when you just say you're a professor of mycology. Yes. Uh, yeah. So she's basically brought to this place where uh, she looks at this sample on a table and, you know, quickly is like, yeah, it's a, it's a author cordyceps, it's a cordyceps you, whatever the fuck. Why'd you is. present it in this way? Yeah, why'd you present it in this way? And then they say it's because it was what we do when you take it off a body. Uh, and then she goes and looks over this human body, which has been they, the the military dude explains that uh, because they clearly see a bullet hole in the head. They killed it. This woman went crazy at a um, flower 
factory or factory yeah i was like what's the yeah. what's the wording flower factory um there's several other people there that they had to put down as well and all these things but um there's this really gross moment where of course she sort of grabs some tweezers and like looks in its mouth and pulls out the the tendrils tendrils, tendrils things and they're clearly still alive even though the, the, the body's dead um yeah. and then you get the the horrible sort of sinking Oh, and what I think this this woman just like gave it, who I can't I forgot to grab her name, whatever. But I think it was a terrific performance, especially in that scene at the end where she's just sitting on that couch and just explaining everything, and the the guys asking what they can do and saying, you know, we need a we need a cure, we need we need something, and she's just like bomb everything, like yep. bomb this city, bomb us, just I'm gonna go home and be with my family now. Clearly, being like I'm gonna go like kill kill me, kill everyone I know. Um, it's the only chance we got. I'm gonna go home and be with them. But yeah, fucking kill us all because we're fucked. Yeah. What do you think? Clearly, of the- they didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, very powerful, like opening and like again giving you uh, information uh, about the quadriceps and like just small hints at to how this all unraveled. I guess. Um, and how interesting how much it plays out of, especially us coming out of the last couple of years, like and just so much of it brings true with the same kind of things of like her being in this massive quarantine suit and, mm. um, yeah, but obviously the extremism and like, of her saying we need to bomb everything. <laughs> it's like we all know that obviously they didn't do that we all know that, that well, they, they the, did to like, an extent choice they did to an extent I, I don't know like if we if they ever do it in jakarta because we don't know yeah. if they did or didn't for sure but we know they definitely did bomb boston because they have that part later in the episode where yeah they, they talk about the crater and everything but yeah really really good opening and then obviously you get thrust back into the world of ellie and joel the other cool thing about this opening is a fan theory from the first episode is confirmed straight away in episode two, which is that the reason that Joel and Ellie never got infected and possible uh, a possible reason the infection spread so quickly around the world was that the flower going out of the uh, factories was a, a reason that people were getting infected. Because there was this... I saw <coughs> a lot of people were pointing out how in the first episode there's a lot of mention of stuff containing flour that Joel and Ellie oh sorry Joel and Sarah didn't eat Joel and Sarah didn't eat be it the pancakes be it the cookies that neighbours are eating um, all these other things like there's there's several moments throughout that episode where they they have chances to or just by happenstance didn't get to cook things like the pancakes which would have contained flowers Um, and in the real world and um, it's a, a fact apparently so just fun facts whatever tuesday <laughs> fun fact tuesday jakarta does contain the world's biggest flower factory in the world mm. so yeah tying in some real world stuff to make the the plausibility of the, the infection spreading and stuff like that so, yeah yeah which is cool like that's sort of like well, makes it scarier to know that, that thing it does, be a yeah. thing, but <laughs> it's like one thing contaminated and then we're all fucked yep literally that's yeah so you know enjoy your bread Enjoy your sandwich. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Could be your last one. Could be your last one, yeah. Um so then we yeah. Speaking of sandwiches. 
<laughs> Singing about sandwiches. So we do then go back to the, the morning time following what happened at the events of the last episode. Uh, Ellie's waking up, sleeping in this little building. Uh, she wakes up to Joel and Tess just pointing guns straight at her, which is quite funny. But um, but that then leads on to, obviously, they're very, they're still very untrusting of her. Very skeptical. Because the, yeah. the bite and everything like that. Um, I don't think they slept that night. Or they, if they did, they took turns because they were worried that Ellie was going to turn overnight, obviously. Yep. Um, I mean, to a degree, you can understand. She says that she's had this bite for two weeks, but how the fuck do they know? So, um, so they, they, they give it another, like, full night. She should have turned. If she was bitten any time prior to them meeting her, she should have turned mm. by now is the, yeah. is the thing. Um, but they have a bit of breakfast. Tess and Joel have terrible, I don't know, what the fuck they're eating. Just not, doesn't look great. Meanwhile, Ellie has a nicely packed chicken sandwich. <laughs> and it does look a lot nicer. So um, They eventually do agree. And then, yeah, they wander through the city. A lot of this episode is, of course, just, yeah, it's, as you were saying, you get these really beautiful shots of the it's, it's weird to say beautiful because to crap it you know the remnants of a once major city buildings falling aside because of bombs and um whatever else just cars on the highway backed up forever similar to like the walking dead shot from that first season where everyone's just sort of escaped um wine glasses and a restaurant where people have just left after dinner was starting or you know that sort of thing like there's all these little story little storytelling moments which you get in the game as well which is appreciative um but then they head on over to yeah, two options where for where they're trying to get to they can even go the long way which is supposed to be the the safe way or the short way which is where they'll nearly die so they try the long way which is they go for this building and when they get up the top, they realize that now it's just overrun with what looks like hundreds of um, runners infected. So they, okay, we'll double back and we'll we'll do the short way, but where it's supposed to be really dangerous. And that's when they head into the museum and you get the the similar sort of play out to how the museum plays out in the game with the, the clickers in here. Uh, how do you feel about how the, the first interaction with the, the clickers played out in the show? Yeah, obviously they like made them a th- very credible threat and like uh, super tense. Um, obviously, you know they don't explain anything about them, but they- there's obviously that small bit of hand movement and like it's kind of sign language that Joel does to to Ellie to kind of explain everything that you kind of as an audience member need to know. They can't see, they but can. they can hear. So she's- fucking be quiet (laughs) shut the fuck up and just the kind of the build-up to even before like like i can imagine someone who doesn't know what was coming it's like super tense and like why are they all freaking out about being quiet and uh that kind of stuff um yeah i thought it was built very well to like make them a serious threat yeah i thought it was yeah really done good the only thing that sort of annoyed me and i sort of (laughs) I kind of wish they'd carried forth this element from the game, which is that you just like Joel, like finding shibs and making shibs is uh, an escape thing, but they're also a rarity. So I kind of just wish, because it just, 
having Joel push and it was them the only off, way to kill them in the games, right? Yeah. Well, you could shoot them. No, you could kill them by shooting them a lot. But like a bullet just, sponge. It yeah. took a lot, and there was a bullet sponge, and it was a sort of a waste of resources. So it was it, like, obviously depending on what difficulty you're playing on, you're, you're trying to it, just stay away from them. Like, don't even try and kill them. Just yeah. fucking sneak around them. Um, yeah. The if you got grabbed by one in the game, you were dead unless you had a shiv. So if you had a shiv on you, you could kill it that way, or you could sneak up behind it. But if you didn't have a shiv, you just die. So I'm sort of annoyed that. Well, no, no, I'm not annoyed. I won't go that far. But, no, he just didn't have a shiv. Done. Yeah. But, like, just seeing Joel being able to tussle them off him twice or three times, whatever it was, I was like, eh. Yeah. That's, that was a lot of times where, like, the other two people got bitten that time. Like, the, I, I sort of feel like that took away from the threat a little bit, in my mind. Like, you shouldn't be able to escape two, three fucking times with these things. Like, they're, cl- they're clickers. You, you, if you escape once, you're lucky SOB. Most people die. These things grab you once you're mm. basically dead. Is how it's supposed to be. So, um, but yeah, it's really good. I'm going to wonder going into the future episodes how they continually are able to keep up the the threat of them because in the game, obviously, if you walk in, anytime you walk into a new area, and the game would do the thing where it's like you'd hear their noise in the background. You'd, you'd hear like off in the distance. You're like fuck. And when, and when you're playing it, especially for that first time where they're, you, you don't know where they are or anything like that, other than you're like, fuck, I just, like, they were the worst sections of the game. Because you're like, I don't want to deal with these things. These things are, you'd rather deal with runners and just shit that you know you can kill. So um, I'm wondering how they're going to portray that in the show where, like, so where they're up to now, um, where the episode ends, when they walk down into the subway area or, or whatever, like in the game, there's some clickers down there. So I'm like, are we getting more clickers or are they going to try and spread them out? Uh, make sure they're not as common as maybe they were in the game. Like how they're going to, how they're going to tackle that to make sure they are as scary every time they show up. Um, but after their whole interaction with the, with the clickers, they all managed to survive. Ellie gets bit. I kind of like, I don't recall. I don't, I don't think, at all that Ellie was bit in the game. I don't think that's a thing that they, they did unless I'm completely forgetting it. Um, but I like that because it is, it's a, it's another thing because they, they do the moment with Tess later where she points to her wound and then she points to Ellie's. But I think in the game, she just points to Ellie's one she already had said, this is two weeks old or whatever. This yeah. is like two hours sort of like, to, but having her get rebit, I think works better for that. To, to sell why she's actually... To help sell Joel on her being immune, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they escape. You can tell straight away that Tess is in a, a shitty mood, obviously. If you've played the game or anything, you know why. You know why. why. Yeah. You know why. Um, they head on down to the... the I can't remember what the building's called. Whatever the building is. State, like build, state, state capital, building of something. Yeah. Um, where they're supposed to meet up with the fireflies. Of course, they check the building. Um, the truck outside is just shot up. There's blood everywhere. Something's gone wrong. Uh, Tess yep. rushes Ellie inside because she's trying to get this over and done with ASAP. Because, um, yeah, she knows she's probably going to... She's on her last legs. Um, they get inside. She's pissed off. Fireflies are all dead. Seems like one of them got bit and turned and they all just start shooting each other. Uh, in the game, of course, the Fed Fedra shows up here. I think it's Fedra, or is it? Yeah, just somebody shows up. Someone shows up. They sort of change that here, which is fine. Um, so, but then you have this other element that I think I wouldn't be surprised if this is something from the show that 100 makes it into The Last of Us Part Three, which is they introduce in this episode the idea that the Cordyceps 
are able to communicate with one another miles, hundreds of miles away if you interact with certain parts of, like, living. Like, Joel shows early in the episode, like, these parts can die. Like, he cracks one open and it's a dead part, so that's fine. But when he shoots mm. someone in this building where there's freshly killed uh, people and whatnot that had been turned, uh, it interacts with basically a vine that sends a signal to the older runners that we'd witnessed earlier in the episode and they all suddenly know exactly where to go uh to, to, yep. to, to where joel and everyone is so they all begin coming tess has shown her wound it's fucked up after only just being bitten a couple hours earlier yep. um then yeah we i i so I've, obviously the what plays out from here i've seen a lot of like this is the, the part where people are a little bit iffy on like i think Anatole's performance and Pedro Pascal's here is very good. I think Joel would say Joel says nothing because of course he doesn't. That's a, that's a yeah, character. Joel is he's an emotionless bastard. He's, a, he's an emotionless bastard. Yeah, that's that's it. But you can see it on his face. You, yeah, you there is tell. a little bit. There's something there, and I think that's that's the difference between people who and like this is the difference between only recognizing good performances when it's loud and showy and whatever else and, when it. And when, talking, it's, yeah. when it's just more subtle and the, the sort of stuff. Like, I think this is a very good performance and interaction between Anatole and Pedro Pascal. I can I can clearly see on Pedro Pascal's face that Joel isn't, like, he's emotional, but he's refusing to to let it, like, be a thing. Like, he, he yeah. says he says his couple things, and then he just grabs, grabs Alien and fucking leaves. Like, he doesn't Please, say goodbye. Yeah. He doesn't say, I love you. He doesn't say, like, and we know there's a relationship between them. That's that's the interesting thing because obviously you know I think Tess is obviously more in love with Joel than Joel reciprocates. Well, Joel's the little spoon in a relationship. <laughs> Literally, we see it in the episode prior. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. so. Yeah, um, but then the the the, the moment that everyone yeah, I love the, yeah of course the line from the the show the game like save who can. Yeah, save so here. And she says it, and I think it's a good I think it's a good delivery and performance. Like Yeah. Save so can. He looks, she says that. He look he grabs Ellie and leaves. Like that's that's Yep. That's it. Um Tess begin, begins turning over all the well she already turned over the bells, but then she goes and tries to um flick her lighter, which is from Uncharted Four. Um there's your Easter egg. The yep. then fucking This is the thing where people are getting like I don't hate this moment. It's weird. I think it's supposed to be weird. I don't hate it. So then all the runners come through, one stops, looks at her, makes her way over, and everyone's like saying it's a kiss. I don't think it's a kiss. It's a spreading of the disease. This is the this is the I've I read an interview with Neil Druckmann afterwards where he said so the the way he wanted it to be was usually the clicker uh the clickers or the, the runners Whenever you see them, they're these violent acts of they're biting you and all these sorts of things. Um, but it's because people are fighting back. So he said, what happens if you're not fighting back? Um, so because Tess is standing there and she's not trying to run away, she's not trying to fight back against the the, the runner, um, all it does, it just, instead of like having to bite your ankle or some shit, the, the bite wherever it can while you're trying to run away, it just goes straight for the jungler, which is... Just fucking cordyceps straight down the throat, baby. <laughs> you know, like let's just it's go. Still, <laughs> it's still weird. Oh, it's still weird. I don't think it's not it's supposed to weird be weird. And, yeah, it's fucking meant and to be just, gross. Mm, 
Like, if you're watching yep. that and you're like, that's not gross, what the fuck's wrong no. with you? But- <laughs> no, even if she didn't want to fight back, you know, there's no way you would let that mouth come towards your mouth. You know what I mean? Let it rip your throat out. <laughs> I think she's just, what's the point? Like, she's just, she's just, she's focused on the lighter. She's, she's not focusing on anything else. She just wants a lighter. That's it. I think you can focus on two things at once. I, I don't think it matters. I, the weirdest thing for this is, I think it's supposed to be gross and it works. It's gross, but it works. Um, the, but the the thing I found really weird is I've seen lots of people go, why do they have to sexualize it? To which I, again, <laughs> that's a you. I don't, I don't think, a, that's, yeah, I don't that's think that's the show. Thing. I think that's a. Yeah. Now we br- bring this up a lot of times for different movies and just generally mostly men <laughs> where, <laughs> where these things happen. It's like, why is it sexualized? It's like, well, it's not. Why are you saying it's sexualized? Because you, if you're watching a fucking cordyceps infected human stick their little tendrils down someone's throat and you're going, wow, that's sexualized. Hot. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a you thing. That's because I'm telling you right now, there ain't nothing sexy about what's happening on screen. <laughs> <That's No>. <laughs> so, and also at worst, if even if you want to say it's a kiss, which is not, it's just cordyceps straight down the throat. Like I understand why everyone's like, it's a kiss. I'm like, it's not. There's like there's no there's no lips mm. touching there's no tongue it's just cool step straight in the throat but even then if you want to say it's a kiss a kiss isn't sexual by nature so I, that's a whole different yeah um yeah and i mean the episode ends Tess manages to get the lighter off and she blows them all the fuck up and herself and yeah yeah we just got joel and ellie by themselves yep yeah Makes you wonder how people watching this. It, it does, like, if you if you're watching this and you've never, if you're watching like what they killed off Anatov. Yeah, like, well, it's just a character dies every episode so far. So, and I I don't want to go into spoilers, but I'm pretty sure someone's going to die next episode as well. So, um, well, the way it's been built up, <laughs> yeah. So I I I mean that's well yeah I don't think we're going. No, I'm trying not. I'm trying not to do spoilers in, yeah. just in case, but. Like I, I, I just think someone's going to die next episode. Yeah, which is crazy to think because then yeah, people people watching this who have never played the games or anything like that, you're like, what the fuck? This show literally. Kills. I think it's pretty clear where they're going. They're going to go see Bill and Frank, the people who were doing the the radio, yeah, frequencies and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. so yeah. Any other final thoughts of this episode? No. Yeah, just very beautifully well done. You know. Uh, again, they kind of hint at the Riley thing, but don't outright say it. You know, she does, she refuses Which, to say it. She says she was alone. So says she was alone. You know, uh, you know. Uh, Tess asks if she's the, she's going to be worried about a pet mom or a dad or a boyfriend coming to find her, and she's like, definitely she's not. Like, she's like, I am an orphan, and no. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, uh, we do. We see a little giraffe toy. That was a nice little Easter egg. Yeah, I fucking... I only had this epiphany this episode where I was suddenly... I've been so focused on other things in the game that I was like, holy shit. They're just going to do the draft scene, right? Like, it's the most... To. It's it's the most... When the game came out in 2013... They that just was, did that this ridiculous hotel scene. Yeah, with the frog and the... the and the head Did you see the, 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 the frog on the piano? It was meant to be a bird on the piano, but the bird wouldn't 
Stay, do do his job. So I just CGI'd. So they, so they fired it. <laughs> yeah. Fire that bird. Put a CGI frog in. No, yeah, I, I definitely think we're going to get the draft scene because it's one of the most, if not the most memorable moment from the game that people had back when it released. So it's still one of the most memorable shots and moments. Yeah. Um, but fuck, they better sell it, right? Like, it just makes me go, okay, it can't be CGI. Like, if it looks fake, it doesn't work. Can you get a real giraffe? Is that okay? I don't know. I don't know if they can train real giraffes to do that. So maybe like a really expensive prosthetic or like animatronic. Mm. All right. That will do it for this week's spoiler discussion of The Last of Us. Of course, join us next week uh, where we will be discussing episode three. Um, And also, Final Explosion is officially back. This will be out Tuesday, whatever time. Um, I get it up after we're done recording. But Platinum Explosion is officially back for your regularly scheduled episodes as of tomorrow. So make sure you listen to that as well. Check out explosionnumber.com. And until then, remember clickety click, click. Actually, no, stop clicking. Hold on. Please stop clicking. Unless you're clicking on explosionnumber.com. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>